0: Rejection can be protection, not looking at it as like the one that got away, but the one that got me ready. What am I learning from this? What's for you won't miss you. So when you have those moments of like, I know that what God has intended for me and that he's purposed it, he'll prepare me for it. And when that door opens, I'll be just as grateful for the door you closed. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes Unknown and Talented. With your very own Jalan Abrams. Jalan, welcome back. It's always a pleasure.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're whispering though.
0: <laughs> I mean, the mic is right here. You don't think it's gonna catch me?
1: I think they're gonna catch you. It sounds like you're whispering though. All right. You could talk regular, cause like, you talk to me regular.
0: I feel like that's, I am regular. But you know, you gotta have like your sales voice and then like your regular voice and then you have like your podcast voice. Cause I don't feel like podcasters necessarily like, if you talk to them like that in real life, I don't know if they really gonna sound like a hundred percent, you know what I'm saying?
1: I think I sound how I sound, hundred hmm? percent. Welcome back to the episode. I'm <laughs> Jalad Abrams. Did you introduce yourself?
0: I'm Sharnay Janice. If you, if you watched a couple of behind the scenes, you should know. And I'm Sharni Janice Jalon's girlfriend, and I am the curator for Behind the Scenes: Unknown and Talented. Um, so, fun fact: Jalon has a birthday coming up. He's a he's a wee bit older than I, so he has so much more wisdom than I do, which I really appreciate. So, I got me an older man. Um, I'm a '90s baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not saying that. Best. So,
0: uh, we love to to listen to some '90s R&B. And, um, I think one of my favorite verses, so last night we're just playing like Brandy and Monica, because I think they had one of the best verses, especially when thinking about like the nineties R and B category. I mean, drop in the chat. If you the better verses that you think like out did theirs, but I think they just go toe to toe. Like they both have such good music. What's what you I,
1: I never, I didn't watch your verses. Wow. Yeah. I think, uh, I think at that point it was kind of like getting played out after a while.
0: Wow, so one of the few ones I did watch. Honestly, I, okay. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't keep up with the whole thing. Once I got to the point where the Marianne and then was like yeah, the, that was, a, that was, a was doing, one. yeah. Once they started doing all of that, I was like, nah. I just I kept up with some of like the earlier ones. All right, so you didn't watch the verses, but like Brandy or Monica, do you have a like who you think would have would have won that?
1: Definitely, I don't know who won. Like, do you remember one?
0: For me, like I, I love the both. I think Monica's, like her, her curation of music was just a little, a little harder. Cause the thing is, Brandy, when she came out the gate was like hit after hit, right? Yeah. Later in her career, she didn't keep with the hits, but Monica still made some like recent hits that you still put on like, some songs with Monica. So Gone, I think yeah. it's more recent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, So Gone is still, yeah, it's still like early it's not, Well it's, it's, not, not, it's not it's st-
1: not recent, recent. I'm just yeah. gonna say it's more recent than what Brandy had. Brandy's yeah, like I 90s. mean,
0: you think about like, You Complete Me, like, Monica still has some songs that like, hits on the radio, like, that's still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I like, I like Brandy. I like, Down, the beat is crazy, oh my gosh. Um, that's all I could think of, like, wow.
0: Wow, you're such a fan.
1: Yeah, big fan, big fan, big fan. How was it though? You, Brandy and Monica.
0: You know, I I love Brandy, but when I think about like the whole like all her albums up the day, I would say Monica. Okay. But Monica also came out the gate. She wasn't like the like cutesy like hype girl, you know. But she was round the way. She came out with "Don't Take It Personal."
1: Mm.
0: I love that song. Okay. Mm, mm. Because some days, if y'all get it, the girls that get it, get it. It's just one of them days, okay? Don't bother me. Don't ask me for nothing, and don't take it personally. <laughs> it's all good.
1: Like it's just one of them days. Yeah. Don't take it personal. Don't take
0: okay. it personal, okay?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Like uh-huh. that. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it's like, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's Like, unless she was talking about cheating, she talking about some cheating. Don't <laughs> take it personal. That's something I don't. No, agree with. she
0: had a man, and she was like, "Babe, I love you, but sometimes, look, if y'all, y'all grown, we're grown. If you're a woman, there's certain times a month you do not want to be bothered." And that man, he just got to not take it personal. I just, I came home, okay. I'm irritated. I'm tired. I'm cramping. It don't ask. Don't no. And don't take it personal neither. Don't hold it against me. I still love you. You're still my man. But I just want to be alone. Give me mm-hmm. a pint of ice cream and some space. Yeah. And so that was her energy. And sometimes I feel like that. But <laughs> like you,
1: you know. Listen, I'm not saying that. I'm letting you get it off. I'm, letting you get it I'm
0: just saying, I feel like that's a very relatable song. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the girls mm-hmm. that get it, get it. But just overall, I think it it plays well with like what we were thinking about. It sort of led us to a conversation about just rejection in general because there are times where things with rejection it's not really personal there are certain seasons for everything there are certain spaces that you're supposed to be in and then there are certain times where you just have to grow Mm -hmm. and you can't really hold it against the situation you can't stir in it too long and keep yourself like from actually moving forward and growing you just you can't take it personal
1: yeah yeah no you're right about that i have a um can I talk about my old dating stuff? I don't get in trouble. Honey.
0: Yeah, you can. I know everything. Okay. I okay. watched every episode of
1: All right. Okay. So so it's 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 funny, it's funny um about talking about like rejection. I remember like, you know, dating, dating apps and all that stuff, going crazy on those dating apps. But I remember one young lady where, you know, we matched, and then she said something about her being like from Cali, just moved from Cali and said, Oh, how was Cali? It sounded like it was a fun time. She stopped talking to me, right? And then I was like, Okay, whatever. And then, like, the second time I not nah, I, I was on your spot. I was going crazy. So then we, we had another conversation. I didn't even bring that up. But then, like, when we had a conversation, she was saying that, you know, she just left Cali because like she had, like, her, she was married and everything like that. And she left there because of, like, problems there. So it was, like, when I asked that question, I'm thinking it was me. You know, I'm just like, dang, what did I, you know, what's wrong with me? Not knowing that she was having stuff going on where she rejected me because of her. And I think a lot of times in life we have so many situations where we might not think we're, you know, good enough for somebody like, especially in dating. I think that's probably the easiest and most relatable thing, but you don't know what they really got going on. You don't know this
0: person. Yeah. 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 I think there is like a lot of things relational, whether it's dating a job, but like anything that you're having to, be vulnerable mm-hmm. about something, it can create this space of fear about being rejected. And I think it's like really setting your space and like rationalizing, like why you're feeling the feelings of fear because fear is, is natural. It's like a instinctive thing that we feel but then knowing what to do with that fear around, like, do I feel fear because there's something that I should be doing in this situation? Like, do I fear I'm not qualified enough? And I'm looking at other LinkedIn, um, you know, resumes and thinking like, oh, maybe this is an opportunity for me to get some more knowledge under my belt, find some free, you know, certificates that I can do some certifications, Mm -hmm. like things like that. Or is it a fear where I don't feel qualified, but I'm looking and it's like, my resume is great. The work that I've done is awesome. Everything is really like, I know that I'm showing up as my best self and I have to really just sit with like, there are times where rejection is just one of life. And I just got to grow from it and be okay with knowing that there are places of rejection that like are going to better me, even though it doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. Everything that doesn't feel good. is not, not good for you.
1: Yeah. And and I, I like I, th- I think, I uh, like, I always say that, I don't know why, but, um, I think uh, the thing about rejection is that you're being vulnerable. Like, you're, you're doing something that you're probably not used to doing. Um, so for example, let's say, you know, guys are scared to get rejected nowadays, like, like we, you know, you probably rarely get approached. It's like, somebody on Instagram, oh my gosh, what's up? They're on your DMs, but they're scared to approach because they, they're being vulnerable at this point. They're going to you and just like, hey, my name is da, 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 and trying something that they haven't tried and now they're scared to do it. You know what I think about is for me, um, trying to build my podcast and getting guests. I'm contacting them, being vulnerable, like, "Hey, my name is Jalon Abrams," and like trying to juice them up and be like, "Cause your skin is like, yo, I don't know, I don't know. I'm I'm putting myself out here to get rejected, and people are people are first scared to be vulnerable, saying that they might not know if they're good enough or not, mm-hmm. but then to actually do it, you know, it's a scary thing. Even going after a job, like, thinking your resume might not be good enough. You go on the job, they say me, yeah, I don't have a bachelor degree. Oh, you know, recommends bachelor degree. I'm like, man, should I even put this in there? And you go to the interview, you know, what should I do? I, I remember, and I'm going all over the place, but I do remember when I um, got a job, I wasn't working for a while. I was just entrepreneur, entrepreneur. So when I was in the job interview, it was like, oh, you got like a lot of missing spaces on your job. Like what's going on here? And just like, well, I was doing this and, you know, not saying yeah, yeah. I was an entrepreneur and I didn't work. I'm just like, well, you know, you know, because that's like you're talking about something that doesn't feel comfortable you don't feel comfortable at that point so you're scared of like they might not think I'm good enough to just job you know the simple job dude. but you know you might not think yeah. you're, you're good enough to do it so I think that's what's scared people are scared to be vulnerable and put themselves out there
0: yeah and like vulnerability I work in the sales role and we always like do different trainings about things and like feedback being a gift mm-hmm. and I think so many times people have this fear and they don't want to be vulnerable and I think like, culturally, I, w- I hope that we see more people. You know, that's one thing. Social media, sometimes people share a little bit too much. I'm going to go here, and I'm- I promise yeah, I'm going to refocus. Yeah. we're well,
1: we having fun. we have having fun.
0: But- We saw this video and it was this young man
1: and he was... Oh my gosh.
0: I have to because... I didn't know you
1: was going here. It just
0: really really touched my heart because he was like... You could tell he was really hurt and he was being really vulnerable talking about how he went out for a date. He had talked to the young lady. He came, he had flowers and she stood him up. And, you know, I just was like... we, We have a space where a lot of people are vulnerable. And I was thinking, I was like, I usually don't read comments because comments are sometimes so negative and so mean, but I was really surprised that there were a lot of people that were being encouraging and being like, hey, keep your head up, man. It's all right. It's cool that you're sharing this. Everybody deals with it because at the end of the day, you you at some point have been rejected. Everybody, I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how bad you think you are. There is somebody that has been like, oh, you're cute, but you're not for me. Like Rejection is a part of life. They're being vulnerable and being okay to be like, yes, yeah, somebody somebody didn't, somebody didn't choose me. Yeah. Like the thing that makes relationship so beautiful is that there was somebody who did choose you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they saw all your flaws, everything good about you. And they didn't stand you up and they did show up for you and they keep showing up for you. Right. Like, yeah. but being vulnerable enough to be like, Hey, this is moment because he was wanting feedback. And that's the most interesting thing. He wasn't just sitting there being like, what was me? He was like, Ladies, what am I doing wrong? What should I be doing? And actually, I mean, so granted, I'm I don't know. This right now, because you,
1: you're going to it. I well, want to I'm talk sorry, about it but don't about
0: always ask for advice for the internet. But go ahead. Yeah,
1: no, no. <laughs> but I just feel like it was just the video was all wrong. So I might, I might find a clip of it and put it in here. But you know, basically, he's saying that you know he went on a date. He's talking to her for two weeks. which two weeks is too long. This is not a date advice thing. If she, you didn't get on a date within that first week, you know that weekend. What's she doing? You know what I mean? Like, you know, being consistent for two weeks. Come on now. I'm not going to talk about our business, but, <laughs> 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 but what I, what, I, what I'm saying is, like, all of it's wrong. And he said he was waiting at the, the store for 30 minutes. 30 minutes? If I'm driving and she says she's going to be late, listen, it's time to pull off. You better be there on time, girl. That's all I'm saying.
0: vulnerability is a gift. Like we you always have to have a certain context for it. Sometimes social media is a, a very open space where people are very, very, very vulnerable. Um, but I definitely recommend and encourage having spaces of people you can be vulnerable with mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then asking for feedback from trusted spaces of people who you know and who know you. If you interview and you think you did really well, then ask them, hey, honestly, I, I really you know, love this role. I love the company. Is there anything I could have done better? You know, sometimes we don't ask, you know, I I got to a point like early on in interviewing, where like, I had to be like, Hey, like if I didn't get the role asking for that feedback, because if I knew that ultimately I wanted to get a certain role and I'm interviewing for similar roles, then it could be something specific to that company, which means that it was a feedback that you know let me know that just wasn't the right fit for me or it was feedback that let me know i needed to step my game up but either way getting that was a benefit to me
1: Mm -hmm. you know so so let's talk more about the fear of it like the fear of the rejection of not doing it because they're afraid so Mm -hmm. talk to that you know i try not i'm trying to stay away from too much of the dating talk talk because it's more of an entrepreneur thing but talk more of Let's say, okay, we're going to sales. So talk more of on that point of you have a product. We have this product. We're trying to sell it. I'm trying to sell this product to you. But I'm afraid to try to sell this product to you. So talk more about that of the fear of doing something you want to do.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is when you... Sales is an interesting dynamic because it's very relational. And so it's funny because, again, United dating Podcasts, But when I started interviewing, I went to um, this online course and the gentleman was like, think about interviewing the way you think about dating. And I was thinking like, two things I'm not very good at.
1: You're great. you're great at
0: it now I'm great at it now, but at the same time, like the rejection previously in dating and in interviewing let me know that wasn't my strong suit, so I said, "Look, we might hit two bears in one stone with this course, and did Um, uh, but a lot of things when you're thinking about interviewing when you're thinking about sales, it's like setting your mind in this space. it's definitely a mental thing, it's like understanding what are the the fears? Is the fear is not having enough knowledge about what you're selling? Is the fear not having enough knowledge about the role? Is the fear not having enough knowledge about what you're looking for in a relationship to know if it's a good person to pursue? Like there's a good bit of research and understanding that you need to have across the board before you really start investing. Because the more knowledge you have around something, you know, they say knowledge is power. It is, you feel a certain sense. If you go to the grocery store and you're like, okay, I want to try a new, you know, pasta sauce, but you're like, I don't want to get something that, you know, this is a random example, but I just, I don't want to get something that my kids aren't going to like, my man's not going to like. So you have this fear of like, whenever I try something new, I hear a lot of backlash around it. I'm like, why are you going to try something new? Why don't you do the same thing? It's like, I'm going to do something different. But if you know that the issue before has been that they don't like cheese um, and that somebody's allergic to garlic, then just try a sauce that doesn't have cheese and garlic. Because you have enough knowledge around something that you're now making a decision based off the wisdom. So you're not moving in the fear of it, but you're creating some context for why you have fear. So I think Mm -hmm. with fear, the biggest thing is context. Like what is actually at the root of what's making me feel afraid of this rejection? Because most of the time there is a solid like piece of something that you can connect reason to. Or you realize that it's just something in me, an experience I had that just made me fear fear around this. Yeah. And then you can still do that work emotionally to ground yourself before you're going through that experience. But I feel like fear is definitely one of those emotions that, again, it's human to us. But you have to be able to understand that your feelings aren't always facts. Like, there are emotions that we feel, and they're not always going to be as true as they feel to us. You know, I know that's not going to sit well with everybody, but it's one of those things I heard from, um, a podcaster, Molly too, and she said it and it like didn't sit well with me. But after a while I resonated with me, like, yeah, like my feelings aren't always facts. It was funny. We were in Belize and we're walking down the street and we hear yelling, mm-hmm. right? And so immediately I hear yelling, I'm in another country. I'm like, let's go another way.
1: Yeah, she was, she was out. I was was like, like, let's go.
0: Okay. I don't play no games. And Lon was sort of like, well, let's go this way. And I was just like, all right, let's go. And so we end up walking and the yelling, it was screaming, but it was children playing basketball. And so there's certain like yelling that you hear from a distance. It's like, oh no. But then when you get closer, you get context for what actually was causing so yeah, like
1: it was actually it was actually a head coach. So you hear a man yelling and it was young ladies, so it was a head and, coach. So you yeah. hear a man yelling and you hear woman, you know, young ladies screaming, you're like, Wait a minute. Yeah. You know, like that was that was kinda
0: wild. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, once we were up close, they were they were having a great time. They were just out there playing. We got some cool footage of it, took some cool pictures out there. And so, like, sometimes fear is just like that. Like, the closer you get to the reality of it and the truth of it, what you're afraid of is not really yeah. what you
1: should be afraid of. My dad always says fear is false evidence appearing real because it's something that you just have in your mind. I just think about so many people afraid of the dark, you know. Like, right now, we're in this room. We turn the lights off. We hear a noise. We're like, oh, my gosh, somebody's in here. You know what I mean? We hear that same noise with the lights on. Oh, something just so. Yeah. You know, so it's like you fear something. You make this big, our imagination is crazy, especially as creators. You know, you make this big thing in your mind that, you know, it's something scary and it's really not. And the more you don't do it, the bigger that fear will get. You yeah. Know, I, I go into, you know, like I said, back trying to build a podcast up. Right now, I'm contacting so many different people. And when I first started, I made sure to contact everybody I knew. Everybody that I followed that already knew me. And say, oh, you want to be in a podcast? Wanna be on a podcast? Of course, most of them are gonna say yes. Some people didn't say no, most of them are gonna say yes because they know me. Now I'm trying to expand out and contact people I don't know. So now first I gotta get them to open a message. People don't want to open a message. Now I want to say, hey, my name is blah 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 I want to be on a podcast. And it's like the, the crazy thing about it, like that's fearful, it's like I'm scared that they might say no. But if I never message them, it's a no. If you never actually try it. You already put no already. You never. You might be surprised yourself. You might get a yes. So I've, I've been going to people and like they have bigger audience than me. I only have a thousand followers right now. We're recording this, so this might be even more when when, when this comes out. But you know my following is so low, and I'm contacting these people fifty thousand, hundred thousand 100,000 on Instagram. I'm just like they could possibly say yes, but if I don't try it, it's always going to be no.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I work in sales, so it's sort of that same dynamic of you're having calls and everyone's not going to close. That is just the truth of the, yeah. the matter of sales, right? But anyone who you don't actively pitch when you get on that call, like who you don't actively work to understand the reasoning, you know, the worst thing is for me to get on the call with you and not ask enough questions to know why you either weren't qualified or you weren't a good fit for the product. Mm-hmm. You know, when we have to leave our notes, I need to be able to notate, why you weren't a good fit, like why why you didn't want to move forward. If I can do that, then I feel a piece like I did what I needed to do. I had the conversation. I qualified them. I understood what they needed. I understood it wasn't a good fit for us, right? That's okay. Everyone's not going to be. But as you spoke to, if you don't do it at all, like you're never gonna know. Like yeah. you'll never have that opportunity.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's a learning lesson as well. So you go through this unless I say, hey Charnay, you want to go out? If she says no, you have to take that as a learning lesson. Not just take it as this one person said no to me. Now you say I want to try a different approach, but the only way you get that different approach is by trying with different people. The more you try this one approach, if every time you say the first message you type, first message I said, let's go to the movies at like you know at five. Wait a minute, sir, I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like we're together now. She probably would have said yes. She she, she would have said yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying is like, you try that like three times, like the first message, go to movies at five. Okay, that didn't work. No, you got to try a different approach. So like you trying different things of my approach might be say, hey, I want you to come on the podcast. It might not be. I might have to do conversation and come that way. I might try that. and It doesn't work. So you have to try different things, but you can't be afraid to put yourself out there because it's a learning lesson.
0: Yeah. And I think it's like the way you frame it will definitely ground in how you move in it. And I think another piece is that like in sales, like you have a lot of no's, but like when you have those yeses and when it is a good fit and it makes sense and it's someone who's excited to move forward with what you're excited to, to support them with, like it feels so good. Like, you feel so much more joy. Yeah, the reward is great. Yeah, like taking it back to dating, like we met on a dating app. One day we're going to be sponsored by Hinge because, (laughs) okay, (laughs) look, period. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rejection that comes with that. Everybody on there. Yeah, and you do some of it too. I think it's another reframing thing. Before you get in your feelings and sit here yeah. and what was me you had some people that she was like, Oh no, thank you. Listen, I, no, thank I actually, you, buddy.
1: It's funny I asked I remember I asked the girl for her number, right? And I was just like, I don't I'm not texting her. And then she like followed me on Instagram and said, Hey, we we told that thing. I said, ma'am, I <laughs> I don't know why I've swiped, but you know, I still asked for the number and I'm not texting you. i am not followed you back. But yeah. Assistant
0: <laughs> yeah but i did i was an interest, but it,
1: it happens though like it happens to me but i got rejected a lot more times than you
0: know yeah yeah but the yeses feel yeah the le- yeses are definitely that much more satisfying and and every person is not going to be a yes every situation is not a yes every opportunity is not a yes mm-hmm. you know i think one of those like old like sayings that people say and it's annoying until you experience it it's like rejection, you know, can be protection, you know, not looking at it as like the one that got away, but the one that got me ready. What am I learning from this? What's for you won't miss you. So right. when you have those moments of like, I know that what God has intended for me and that he's purposed me for, it, he'll prepare me for it. And when that door opens, I'll be just as grateful for the door he closed.
1: Yeah. No. And I like that. The one that got me ready. Cause that's and it might not just be one. It might be a lot. It might have been you got rejected so many times. You decided to change, you know, everything about you. You know, like me, I didn't really date a lot, but like I was like my confidence was low. I was scared. I was like I'm, I, I, I rejected myself before trying. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna work myself up, and you know, that got me ready for you not know, you got me ready for, you know, confidence in my life. But I think a lot of times we don't do that that one thing of getting rejected because. You, you learn so much about yourself from getting rejection, trying something. But like you said, the reward from actually getting it is I'm on a podcast. People got on a podcast now. It's fire. Cause I actually went out there and tried to contact strangers and I got no's, but I also got a lot of yeses.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the conversations you have with so many of the people when you're like really connecting with them and they're sharing with you and you're like really having that, that space of connect, like, Every, every, again, every relationship, every person is not going to move that way. You know, there are opportunities that I apply for that I realized the team that I have, that I work with, where I'm able to work and do what I love so much, what I'm passionate about, the mission that we serve. Every place that I interviewed didn't have a mission that really aligned with my why. But at the end of the day, I was interviewing because, you know, you needed a job, so it was like you're gonna take every opportunity, you're gonna be open, you're gonna see what works, but at the end of the day, the ones that didn't fit with me and that were like a rejection of like, okay, we don't think you're a good fit like it w- it felt pretty mutual, like I-, I really didn't think I was a good fit either, but you know, I'm going through a recruiting system, so I'm taking a lot of interviews. It's okay if something's not a good fit again. I know we're not trying to be a a dating relationship thing, but just in every cadence of your life, if you're sitting here in situations where you're interviewing for something and it's the rejection of, Hey, like really great candidate with X, Y, Z, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. What's for you supposed to, to be for you. If you're going out with people and you're like, I'm trying to make this work. Don't force yourself to try to make something work. Don't, Force yourself to try to be something that you're not in the piece of rejection. That's what you should not do. Now, if there's a level of you you have not experienced yet and it's like, okay, I need to be, you know, oh, you weren't really well prepared. Then that's a level of you to be true to that. There's a level of you that's more prepared, that's more thoughtful, that's more intentional so move forward in that. But if it's like, Oh, you know, I usually date, you know, short girls and now you're wearing flats and trying to like, you know, scrunch in photos, like don't do that. Be yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I like that point you did is sometimes the rejection is for your good. Sometimes you might not be ready. You know, at the point of time I was dating, I wasn't ready to date. I wasn't in the spot to, you know, have my own space. I didn't have, you know, a good amount of income. So you're getting rejected at those points. You can't just be upset at that person for rejecting you. Just look in the mirror sometimes and be like, okay, I wasn't good enough. Or, you know, even right now, my podcast, I'm getting rejected by people that have like bigger platforms. I can't look at them and like, you know, what's wrong with them? You know, forget them, blah, blah, blah. Look at myself. Put that work into the people that do come on my show and my individual podcast and actually build that up. And then now they might be coming to me. There are podcasts out there where people are paying to be on a podcast, but you have to put that work in. I can't you can't just feel bad for yourself or make videos crying because, you know, you're not you're not good enough. You gotta you got you gotta put that work in You know, I'm just saying you gotta put that work in. You can't be you can't it's not a pity party. It's never never a pity pity party. You gotta put that work in. You know, a quote I think my dad told me this. My dad tells me all these quotes. But um I don't know where he gets them from, but he, he got them in his bag. Uh he said, uh timid uh, hold on. so timid business people? I was going to say it like this. So, timid people or timid, yeah. Timid salespeople? Okay. Timid people have skinny kids. I guess it would be timid salespeople, right? I don't know. Okay. Well, pretty much the point of the question, the point of it is like, okay, we're going to say timid salespeople. Timid salespeople have skinny kids, right? So, what that pretty much means is you're a salesperson. You're not selling nobody because you're scared, right?
0: Your children, they eat it. Oh. They, they skinny. You get I was it? trying to figure out. I was like, do they have high metabolisms? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I got you.
1: I was trying to get them. I don't know if it's skinny uh, business people. It's probably like that. But basically, if you're timid, you're not going to get what you want out of life. You have to go after it. And if you get rejected, who cares?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people that we see that are successful, like, it's not necessarily their first concept or their first idea that they launched that was a success. Mm-hmm. This is like business number twelve, eighty-two, thirty-four. Like, and this is just the one that happened to pop, like the alignment of what was supposed to happen and what they were creating and there being a need for it in the earth happened at that time. And that's when it became successful, but everything is not that, you know,
1: yeah, I agree. I, I just think about Shark Tank. I remember, um, you ever seen Shark Tank? Mm-hmm. I think that show was fire. I definitely wanted to be on Shark Tank. We still probably can. We, we create stuff.
0: You make a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, because I, what, what I, I don't know if y'all remember Shark Tank. Y'all probably do, because everybody, everybody seen Shark Tank, right?
0: Possibly, if you had cable.
1: Who didn't have cable?
0: Everybody don't got cable. These days, everybody got, like, Netflix or who. So, but Shark Tank was, like, back in, like... Is it still on? I'm pretty sure it's long. I don't know. I watched it in a while. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs>
1: so, so Shark, Shark Tank basically, you know, a bunch of entrepreneurs You come on the show to pitch your product. So a lot of people will come on the show trying to get someone to be a partner in their business and a lot of people got rejected, you know, but the cool thing about it, what they had, they had like one season of it. Basically, they showed like everybody that got rejected and like where they are now. So some people's business just failed. Some people's business are bigger now than it was on the show, and it ended up getting them to be a partner on the show. So, you know, even though you get rejected today, that's okay. Just keep putting that work in because you still have a goal. Like, if I got rejected by every single person I contacted to be on my podcast, stop, what am I going to stop my podcast? No, it's going to be, every single episode, it's just going to be me. And, and Charlie, of course, because now, what I'm saying, it's just, it's just going to be me, and then I'm going to keep building it up, building it up, and then now, oh, can I get on your podcast? I might be like, I don't need y'all anymore because my podcast is great as it is. So you never know what God has for you. You just got to, if you have that goal, he gave you that vision, keep going after it and try to get help. Try to get, you know, other people involved. If you get rejected, it was probably meant to be for you to be by yourself.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious, um, when thinking about Shark Tank in that episode, like how many of those people whose business were better took that feedback and implemented it and was like, okay, like I hear what you're saying. And so, and with all feedback, some, you take some, you leave some, right? Like you understand what's actually beneficial because some people are very good at giving feedback and they give constructive criticism. And some people are just critical. You mm-hmm. have to know that for yourself, know your why. Um, but, you know, take that in the piece that's actually beneficial and good for you and then move forward in it. Because I guarantee you a lot of those businesses took it and was like, okay, we hear you. Like we're going to sit on it. We're going to think about how I can implement it in a way that aligns with how I'm trying to move forward. And I'm trying to grow. And then they use that rejection.
1: It was a, a flyer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they use that to better themselves. And so I hope in in thinking about this you know that it gives people just that landing space for their rejections and to really reflect on it you know
1: and also i'm sorry yeah But also putting yourself out there like make sure you put yourself out there to be rejected you know i think a lot of times we feel that we're not good enough from the beginning without putting yourself out there because the only way you can find out if you're good enough if you actually do it you know Spider-Man, you, you love Spider-Man. Spider-Man didn't know he could swing through those things until he jumped off the building and fell. You know what I mean? You got to put yourself out there.
0: Because you never know. We are not condoning jumping Listen,
1: off the listen, 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 listen.
0: Listen. I'm just saying, listen. you know what I'm if, saying? You, if your friend jumped off the bridge, if you, if you, you'd do if it, if you it too. You believe, I, don't, if, I don't want nobody suing us for jumping off
1: All right, don't jump <laughs> off buildings. But what, I, what I'm saying is that put, your, put yourself out there, you know? You, you, I believe I could fly. Never mind. Sorry, Kelly. We can't talk about that. Never mind. Next subject. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just, they always say, listen, I was listening to a Steve Harvey thing, right? And he was just like, you know, you got you to gotta jump. You got to jump. Like, like, even without a parachute, you might fall down, scrape up your arms and stuff like Why that. Why are you
0: jumping? Why do you want people to sue us for these injuries? It's
1: just, take, okay, take a Meta- leap. Metaphorically of, take a leap, jump, y'all. Take a leap of faith. The leap of faith is jumping, right? Leap of faith. I'm
0: sorry. I will give you going. I just, I'm. I'm, I'm done talking. Let's the podcast. I am someone who thinks like literally. And so I'm just like, we ain't even making no money yet. I'm not trying to get sued. People out here jumping.
1: Okay. Don't jump. Don't jump. Take
0: a step of faith. How about that? <laughs> Do something safe.
1: Don't work. Well, well, so. well, that's the thing about it. You don't, when you're taking a risk. You're doing something you're afraid of. It's, it's not something safe. You're afraid to do it. I mean, you know, doing an interview
0: to... is a safe risk. Jumping off a of building is not safe. I'm
1: just saying people are afraid of rejection. It's not like the same way somebody could be afraid of a dog that's going to bite your head off. People are afraid of rejection. They're afraid to say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to sell this. I need to sell this to, so I can pay my rent. People are afraid to still go out there and do it. If you're a salesperson and you're only living off commission, you don't get nothing, and you have to sell the thing, people are terrified to do it. But you can be terrified. You got to go out there. I just think about going to the mall. I don't know if it happens to women as well, but it happens to to me. You go in the mall, they got their little stand with them boys trying to clean your shoes. They don't care. They're like, yo, yo, hey, hey, what up? Hey, hey. Like, they trying because they want to sell, and that's what they're making their money off. They're going to take that risk of getting injected by 20 people because they know that's the part of it. So I'm just saying, just take a risk. Don't jump, but take a risk.
0: There we go. Awesome. Take a risk. Um. Again.
1: Go ahead. Finish. We are you talking. I'm not talking. <laughs> it's a solo one, Chardonnay.
0: So yes, uh, to bring it back, to bring it all full circle, um, taking those risks, not personalizing rejection. I think normalizing rejection That is it's a part of life. There are going to be opportunities that come your way. There are opportunities that are not for you. They're for somebody else. And you can still grow from it. You can still learn from it. But it just depends on how you look at it. So just always seeing it as, a again, not something that got away, but something that's getting you ready. And then um, moving forward, anticipating what's next. But, yeah, don't take it personal, like Monica said.
1: That's fine. I like how you tied all that in. That's cool thank uh, we, you we done that you can close it out
0: all right well hope that y'all enjoyed this episode of behind the scenes please like comment subscribe share put something in the in the comments that you are you know gonna gonna move forward and take a safe step of not being afraid of rejection a step of faith safely stepping into <clears throat> step the best <laughs> until then we'll see y'all next time be easy, be safe, don't jump
1: (laughs) alright,
0: goodbye guys